Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to... Uh, what was this called again? Far From Home. A podcast about two Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home. And we cover random topics from our life journeys and things we've experienced while living abroad in Asia. Alright, so what's the topic for today? Okay, today's topic. The root of all money. The reason why we're here in Asia. The root of all money. <laughs> Can, can we restart? Can you cut this out? <laughs> no, what's we're today's cut topic? This out. We keep what's, going. <laughs> no, you're, you're gonna say what's today's topic? This like, adds to the validity of our podcast, okay, Jason? We're <laughs> so illegitimate. <laughs> All right, I, I, I was down to leave that in. No, no, we're not leaving that Dude, in. Dude, it's, you're it's gonna, pretty funny. You're, you're going to cut off from before, and you're going <laughs> to cut. You're going to put it back. <laughs> where we start off now okay you're gonna Dude, cut out this, this one so minute though. okay no you're gonna cut, it's just too long now it's gone too long you gotta cut okay, it out okay fine fine all right so what are we talking about today so today we're gonna be talking about cash money 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 the green money stuff. the green stuff and i guess a reason why we picked this topic for today is because it's always felt like i guess we've had different attitudes and habits towards money and of course money is something that everyone needs to live and so we kind of wanted to get a better sense of our values around money by checking in with each other on how much is okay to spend on things so alex mm-hmm. first question would be um i guess what's the most you ever spent on let's say a t-shirt something basic so I'm that guy that stares at Hollister sales and doesn't buy a t-shirt unless it's less than like $19.99 because buying things full price is literally not in my dictionary. So I would I would confidently say like my most expensive t-shirt was probably like $28 or like 25 bucks. Literally for a t-shirt that oh my God. you have to get because like, I don't know, you're at Disneyland and you have to buy a t-shirt. Probably one so like of those. like a souvenir. Your most yeah, expensive yeah, yeah. t-shirt is a souvenir, is what you're saying. Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh my how, god. How about you? What's the most expensive can t-shirt I, you've bought? Can I confirm that's 28 Canadian or 28 USD? <laughs> it's uh, Singaporean dollars. Okay, Singaporean dollars, roughly Canadian. Um, yeah. Okay, I, I do, I do will, I'll caveat this by saying I do think I can be a bit extreme and I don't think this is reasonable, actually, for the majority of people. Um, I think that my circumstances in life have put me in a situation where this is okay. And also, I le- just like to throw out there that I think sort of the spending makeup that people have in different countries, whether that be on food, shelter, or clothing, are very different in different countries. And I think people here in Japan spend a lot more money on clothes in general. Stop, um, but the, stop justifying okay, how stop much money you spent. Just tell us how much money you spent. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm actually wearing the t-shirt today, and that was unplanned. And I think it would have costed around maybe almost 200 Canadian. That's like you 10 serious? of your shirts. That's like 10 of, it's like Dude, eight of your shirts. My wallet just cried right now. It cried in pain <laughs> cried. all the way from my other room. <laughs> you heard it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never been spent with that much money before. That's like your annual wardrobe. Yeah, like in okay. one t-shirt. I think I think I'm unreasonable 
because I'm the guy that's that stocks on Hollister and I buy I won't buy jeans unless it's less than thirty dollars. <laughs> the only like exceptions I'll make are Uniqlo, um, certain Uniqlo items. Because Uniqlo has like like a sweater, yeah. Like if the sweater's nice, but for me, yeah. it's um they have these stretch chinos that are so yes. more so yes. comfortable. I know, yeah, yeah. And like they're way better than anything you can get at the Gap or like Abercrombie and Fitch, that kind of thing. Okay, that's getting the pants. We're talking t-shirts here. I know, but like I'm very picky about how much I spend on my wardrobe. So, but I think that's just me. I don't think I everyone does that. So I think I think I'm also very picky in the very opposite sense where <laughs> if I like a piece of clothing, it really doesn't matter how much it costs. I don't think I don't think I would spend three hundred dollars on a t-shirt just to throw that out there. Um, but I personally have this preference for I guess quality over quantity. Like, well, I do mm-hmm. think I have spent a lot on t-shirts if you were to look in my closet i think you would see that it is fairly light compared to most people so i might only buy a t-shirt once every few months but when i do i make mm-hmm. sure that it's something i really like let's be real for me the less something costs <laughs> the more appetizing it looks <laughs> I, I actually i'm actually like polar opposite i think where i almost have a oh rule oh my god if it's if it's on sale or on clearance, I tend not to buy it. It becomes less attractive to me. It's not like a vegetable that was spoiled, okay? <laughs> it's not growing mold in the corner of an armpit, all right? <laughs> well, you, you I think like you have to almost understand like there's a reason that piece of clothing is on clearance. No one wanted it. <laughs> I know. I my my spending habits promotes child labor in China and Indonesia. I'm not proud of it, but things go on sale for a reason. Yeah, and I and I tend to buy it from there. Well, I, well, I'm talking from let's say like a fashionable perspective. They make a hundred t-shirts in one design, a hundred t-shirts in another design. All a hundred of one design sell out, but in the other design, there are some leftovers, so they go on clearance. That means you are wearing. You are buying clothes that were undesirable. What are you trying to say to me? Jason, <laughs> if you have Alex. something wrong, if you feel something strongly about my fashion sense, you can, you can say it. I actually have no complaints. I have no complaints about your fashion sense. Um, okay. I'll have you know I spent very little on each of my outfits. I do know that. Well, I guess, I guess because I think the clothes you wear tend to be very, mm. um, what's the word? Mm. Cheap, no, plain. So, like a plain T-shirt, mm. like it doesn't really matter whether that costed ten or twenty or fifty or a hundred dollars to me, really. Yeah. And it's hard to tell. I feel. I do have to say, Gildan's uh, soft cotton lineup, quite nice. Gildan. It's not bad. It's quite good. That's their high-end one, right? Not their cheap yeah. ones. No, Gildan's okay. pretty, pretty cheap. So this is their Gildan, like the high-end version. Because I remember, I think their cheaper ones feeling really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the high-end Gildan one. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah, I think another way I try to almost justify it, um, I have two reasons behind why I think it was okay to spend so much on a t-shirt. If I can enlighten you. 
Um, you can't convert me. I don't think I can. I'll sit here you. with my ten T-shirts. You can sit <laughs> okay. over there with one, with my one, and wash it every day. I guess okay. my two reasons. One, one would be that I do would like look for quality in the T-shirt when I buy it, and I almost felt like buying this T-shirt was sort of a test of exactly like how good is an expensive T-shirt versus a cheap T-shirt, because I'm sure. Uh, a lot of people have experienced, let's say, going to Old Navy and buying a T-shirt for like $5. You wear that's it. That's me. That's you. <laughs> you wear it like one, two, or five times, and it's suddenly like it loses its shape. It's like peeling all over. Um, it's moldy in the corner. You know? It's moldy. Yeah, it just looks bad. And you could sort of tell that it it looks very worn. So one thing I've been trying to almost experiment or test with is how many times can I wear this t-shirt before it starts noticeably looking older? And it's almost been a year and I'd say they're holding up very well compared to cheaper t-shirts. You know, can I ask what brand this Burberry G-Star <laughs> Gucci Prada collab t-shirt this is that costs 200 <laughs> Canadian dollars? It, it actually is not a Burberry or any of those brands. If... If you knew, Alex, I think I've checked this. Those uh -huh. brands, the t-shirts actually cost even more. We're talking three, four, five hundred dollars at those brands. I wouldn't know. I haven't stepped no, foot you in those stores. No, you probably haven't stepped in a, into them. <laughs> this, this is a, uh, a French brand, and the clothing is oh made God. in Japan. So I sort of also want to support manufacturing in yeah. the country I'm living in. Um, but that's not part of the reason why the other reason I think the other reason I had is I just feel like part of the reason that we wear clothes more so than just covering us and maybe this is almost sort of sad to say we're getting all vulnerable here all right um, is you wear clothes so you feel good about yourself and this is the bad part where like I don't want to say that I need a two hundred dollar t shirt to feel good about oh myself. Oh my god. Okay. That's not what I want to say here. But it does feel good to wear a t shirt that reflects how much you could spend or afford. You you say that as you're putting on your eight hundred dollar sunglasses, your two thousand carat <laughs> rings and <laughs> and your gold <laughs> your gold linked uh necklace oh god but the thing the thing the other thing about it is maybe obviously no one can look at this t-shirt it's not flashy it's not like louis vuitton and big design all over it it's very minimalist it's a white t-shirt with a stripe on it and the price tag isn't attached the to price the side tag is and... not displayed <laughs> so i kind of like that because it's also sort of this like inner circle thing where people who know these brands will know how much or like what t-shirt you're wearing and other people just think it's a t-shirt and i think that's cool i have the same feeling about different things like if someone has a specific laptop or a specific phone or yeah. or like a piece of tech that i know only an enthusiast would buy i would also be like oh damn that guy like knows his shit but to me clothes like looking good matters but looking good at a high cost doesn't really pique my interest okay that is fair yeah i i do like feel equally good going out in non 200 t-shirts too i'd like to uh throw that caveat out there 
Are you sure? So you don't feel empty inside. <laughs> you're you're yeah, you're, very, you're feeling like one tenth of your regular uh, power. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not need an expensive T-shirt to feel good yeah. about myself at the end of the day. Your your two hundred dollar T-shirt doesn't give you plus six defense. Oh, okay. It does not. <laughs> Just plus ten cool. Oh God, plus hundred charisma. <laughs> So, I guess, now that we've talked about spending a lot of money and thinking that these things are actually worth it, um, I guess if I could ask, have you ever bought anything that maybe you spent a lot of money on and felt like it was a waste or you didn't get that money's worth of enjoyment out of it? My fucking car. (laughs) All right, so, so I bought a brand new... 2016 Toyota Civic. Oh, oh, dude, I can't even talk. Honda Civic. (laughs) It's a special model. (laughs) Honda Civic uh, manual transmission. And I bought it brand new because I was like, oh, yeah, buying a new car feels great. Drove it for three years or so. um, Paid it off in in two years. And now I don't live in Canada. So I haven't seen that car in about eight months. And it kind of sucks. But then again, I'm... I'm I'm just giving it to my mom to drive, so she isn't paying for any car payments because mine's paid off and stuff. But I and like the the thinking is that my my Civic is supposed to run for like forty years, and that's the expectation. So like I'm like years. I'm like the first ten percent or less than ten percent through the lifespan of the car. So I feel like I'm not making worth of it, but I guess my mom is. So essentially, you drove this car for two years and paid it off in full and now you didn't get anything back after that pretty much i mean my mom gained a lot from having me but yeah generous boy <laughs> uh, i see how about you have you bought anything that you didn't get the full worth of um yeah actually one thing i bought and i never got to fully use was actually a hair dryer recently oh my god puts on his 200 dollars <laughs> t-shirt blows his hair with two thousand dollar hair dryer <laughs> okay 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 to be fair it's it's actually a 300 dollar hair dryer okay. i don't know how extreme that is because i know people buy dysons i think dysons are actually more yeah um but it was being like advertised big time in japan as like the latest in hair drying technology and it dries Kakui. your hair super well and <laughs> I I did not own a hair dryer at the time. I would just let my hair dry, like air dry every day. Um, and I wanted a hair dryer, and the reason was it was winter, and I would leave my house with wet hair. And in Japan, it gets fairly cold in the winter, maybe like less than ten degrees during the day, and so mm-hmm. I would just feel terrible with like cold wet hair as I walked to work. So mm-hmm. I wanted to buy a hair dry- hair dryer. I bought this new model $300 hair dryer and then a few months later boom COVID hits and I don't need to go to the office anymore so I don't need to dry my hair and so I haven't touched it since March <laughs> no one gets to see you in your $200 t-shirt or your $300 dried hair <laughs> unfortunately I see okay so I guess if I can ask, if you're not spending money on t-shirts or hair dryers, where's it all going? Yeah, I guess 
for me, other things kind of take priority on spending money. So I think going out, seeing friends, having dinner, that kind of thing. Um, it well, does I do that too, pretty, Alex. What do you mean? What? what? <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> I know, but um, to me, I don't really think about the cost of those things. So if I want to have three beers that night, yeah, I'll pay for $9 a beer, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I think beer in Singapore starts at like $15. Yeah. <laughs> and and living in Singapore, I don't need to dry my hair because, you know, it's going to be That's wet true. anyways in this crazy humid weather. So other than that, I spend my money on, I guess not a lot. I'm actually a big uh, saver. I would say I save like most of my salary and I kind of just mm-hmm. squirrel it away in an account and uh, mm-hmm. buy ETFs, that kind of thing. So, yeah. What's your largest purchase been this year? My largest purchase? I think it's actually my phone. Um, I just bought a new phone, OnePlus Nord, 90 hertz screen, quite nice. <laughs> Do advocate. Um, it costs like 650 Singaporean dollars. Okay. Yeah, so it's okay. not like crazy expensive, but I think the standout thing is that my previous phone, my previous phone wasn't broken, or and it was functioning hundred percent fine. But I still felt like um, I wanted a new okay. phone. Yeah, greedy boy. Greedy boy. Yep. <laughs> How about you? What was your biggest purchase this year? This T-shirt? No, I'm kidding. Um, These looks. <laughs> oh yes, can't buy them. Uh, it probably actually was this guitar here. Mm. Um, when COVID started, I thought, oh, I'm going to be indoors, stuck inside for the next few months. So I need something to sort of get me through this. So I just mm-hmm. bought this guitar I've always wanted here. Um, these days, I actually don't play it that much. Maybe it just goes along with the whole other loss of motivation in life to do anything everything but to do yeah everything but for the first few months i certainly got good very good usage out of it and i still play it from time to time mm-hmm. so yeah it was probably maybe 800 singapore canadian dollars taylor yeah. gs something taylor gs mini i think okay yeah but no no regrets on it yeah brought me I- good happiness I, I kind of agree. Like, I definitely have phases where I'm like, oh, I really want this thing. And yeah, I'm going to commit to it for the next few months. Yes. Okay. And so for me, I bought a brand new guitar in Canada. Or, okay, sorry. Okay. It wasn't a brand new guitar. Um, I bought a Seagull not. for like three, $400. Okay. And then I played it for a bit, but not as much as I wanted. And then I left for Singapore. So, right. So didn't get that much use out of it. Um, hmm. Yeah, it kind of makes me sad looking back on certain purchases. Like, I also convinced myself that, like, I was going to buy this pasta machine and I would, like, make pasta every week. And I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a worthy investment. And then two months, two or three months after buying pasta, I make it, like, I don't know, once a month. But before, in the beginning, I used it, like, three, four times a week. But, okay. yeah, it comes and goes. How, how about... Since you don't seem to spend much money on most things, do you feel like there's anything you spend a more than average amount on? Hmm, that's a good question. 
here's the thing. I, as like a mid twenties guy working at a decent job now, I want to start buying things that I'll keep for life. Right. So okay. that's like thinking. my t-shirt. Oh my god, that's not gonna that's not gonna last a lifetime, okay? It's holding up for a year. My my ten t shirts will last longer, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um yeah, like I wanna buy things that I'll have for a really long time. So things like the pasta machine, things like um maybe kitchen stuff. Like I'm a really I'm yeah. really big uh cook and so I would love to buy more expensive knives, maybe some more cookware. Um, yeah. I would love to buy a proper keyboard because um, uh, in Toronto, my mom and I ended up selling the the piano I have. Um, and so I've been meaning to invest in like a few, not a few thousand, but like more than a thousand dollars on like a nice keyboard yeah. I would keep for long term. But but living in Singapore, it's, it's really hard to commit because I don't yeah. know if I have space. I don't know if it's going to work with voltages. I don't know if I can bring it back to yeah. Canada, that kind of thing. And so I don't have things that I spent a lot of money on, but I have a lot of things in mind. Okay. I think I've always felt the same living here. Um, like don't know how long I'll be here. Mm -hmm. So don't know. I don't want to invest a lot of money into things yeah. that I can't bring around with me. So my apartment is just sort of like minimum viable furniture mode in oh yeah permanently yeah <laughs> so. like it feels a little sad that we're still i'm still living that ikea life like my yeah my late 20s early 30s friends are like oh dude here's this cool furniture store that like sells customized um, sofas with your name on them yeah exactly and like they're nice like sectional sofas that would fit perfectly in a living room but yeah. but to be honest i can't i can't really commit especially because um, my partner isn't in this country. And so I feel like I'm buying this furniture that's just for myself, really. And and I don't need that much to to survive. Like, I'm perfectly fine with this 790 lakh IKEA table that every single college, college person has. And mm. yeah. Same. Yeah. Like, you want to spend more on furniture and stuff, right? Yeah, obviously but not worth it if I can't take it with me in however many years I'll be here. Yeah. Dude, I'm dying for a proper pots and pans set. Because I, oh. I live in a studio. I literally don't have a drawer. I don't have a drawer for my cutlery. That's how little like kitchen space I have. And yeah. I have zero space for like a five-piece set of pots and pans. And so I, was like, I hate to break it to you, but those are things you can put in a suitcase. Oh my God. Okay. And that's, that's how starved for space I am in my studio. I, so it looks terrible, but I put a plastic bag over my suitcase and then I just put my suitcase on my balcony so that I have more room in my studio. And that's so even though on the outside, my condo looks like pretty nice, pretty high end, you know, there's like a pool, which is, which is quite nice. But you look at my balcony and there's like three black garbage bags just chilling. And that's You're trash. Yeah, I'm trash. Your belongings. Yeah. So I guess one other question I would have then is since you seem to have obviously very different spending habits um, than myself, how do you think you came to be this way? 
to be this nine ninety nine clearance bargain t shirt deal hunter. Yeah. I think so growing up, um I was raised by a single mom. So it was me, my brother, my grandparents, and my mom. And so being the sole provider, money wasn't it wasn't necessarily an issue, but it was always something at the back of our minds. So we would try to save money where we could. So we would like buy from Costco, you know, uh, make our own lunches when we go out, that kind of thing. But we did spend money on um, life experiences. So growing up as a kid, I got to go to Florida, got to go to Disney World, that kind of thing. But other than that, money was usually a topic where, you know, we try to save as much of it as possible. Yeah. Okay. And so you feel like because your mom always tried to save money on, let's say, physical goods, that that value has been instilled into you and you continue it on? Yeah. And and growing up, I've come to the realization that, you know, live within your means and compromise on things that don't matter as much to you. So right okay. now, furniture doesn't really matter to me. So I'm just living on IKEA stuff. Okay. So essentially yeah. you've just decided that t-shirts are not something that you value that much in life in this case. Like, I don't need a t-shirt to last me a lifetime. Like I, I, I do buy t-shirts that I like. Uh, they look good and they're cheap. That's that's okay. kind of the point. But I don't need it to be like the highest quality. I don't need to... I don't need someone on the street that knows the inner circle of like nice t-shirt brands and looks at me and like okay. gives me a head nod. I don't really okay. need that. Yeah. So I, I actually, um, I think part of my inspiration, so I used to be more like that before where I was quite on the bargain side. Mm -hmm. um, I think there are two things that sort of changed my mentality around it. Um, I used to own like a lot of things, just random like very random things and used to buy quite a lot of stuff online i'd say mm. it was after i left canada for a good eight months went on exchange um, i basically packed up my life into my suitcase i left and then i had like the time of my life and i came back to canada and i i went back to my room and i realized that i hadn't thought about anything in my room for the past eight months it just didn't mean anything to me and so i sort of realized that most things in my life don't mean that much to me unless they're with me at the moment um, so that was one of my realizations so own less stuff enough that i can put in a suitcase and carry it around with me and the other was actually a book that i read here in japan um it's something like the 20 things you have to do in your 20s or something wow that's and so cliche <laughs> It was it was quite a cliche book. Like they, uh -huh. it's like fall in love, like just like the most cliche oh, BS God. you could imagine. But there was this one point which actually stood out to me. I think it was like the only sort of unique point in the book, which was sort of like buy something as high quality as you can afford in your twenties. Mm. And I think I've sort of fallen on very fortunate economic circumstances where obviously this is not going to break my budget. Um, and the reasoning stated in the book was something along the lines of 
if you buy something of the highest quality that you can afford,、mm. you become familiar with high quality and what it means. And as an individual, when you are, let's say, striving at work, striving in your career, striving in your social life, it might it feels sort of weird to say this, but you you sort of want to be like a high quality good in a sense. You want to.、Mm. You want to know what it means to deliver, like a good product at work, good service,、um, no matter what you're doing. It's、okay. almost sort of being a waiter at like a one, a three-star Michelin restaurant, right? And、mm-hmm. how do you know what three-star Michelin service is unless you've experienced it yourself? Okay, would be the argument here. And so, obviously, I think it's a bit of a stretch to stretch an expensive T-shirt to doing well at work. But、mm. it falls along that train of thought where, if you know what to feel for, let's say in a high-end T-shirt, and you go into that store and you experience like that level of service that's expected when you buy a T-shirt at that store, that you can then apply that same consciousness of that level of service in、mm-hmm. your own work and in your own life and as an individual, and that should carry you forward in life. Interesting. So it's so it's kind of like a self investment for you. Like you buy these high end things so that you、uh, improve your own self, right? Is that that's yeah, that's essentially it. And、mm-hmm. again, I think I'm just very fortunate where I can afford it. But yeah, I I essentially I want to be in an environment where everything around me is quite deliberate. Like I put much thought into choosing the、mm-hmm. bed I sleep on, the carpet I stand on, the chair I sit on, and I want them to be high quality because I do feel like, like we are reflections of our environments that we、mm-hmm. live in.、Um, you keep your room in very orderly way. I think it helps your mind stay in an orderly way, and so similarly, if I sleep on a nice bed. Mm-hmm. Sure, maybe it's good for my back or whatnot, but、yeah. like I can wake up every day feeling a bit more positive. I can carry、mm-hmm. that into work, social interactions, and things just build on from there. Interesting. So it's like you come back to your home, and all the、yes. items in your house just give you power ups. Everything buffs you basically, <laughs> and then you come out of your house. You have plus six thousand karma, and you're like. I'm the best I can ever be, and you face the、that's, world. <laughs> that's essentially it. Like, don't isn't that the truth? Like, you want to live a life where you're the best you can be. You okay? You get the best job you can get. You buy the best things you can, and yeah, I okay. I definitely agree with you, but dude, that sounds like a really expensive ass <laughs> life. And so, I kind of live with the notion that. That is almost unattainable. You want everything in your entire life to be high quality, dude. You better be making like not six figures, seven figures annually. And、yes. so that's why I kind of live the life that you have to live with compromises, and you have to define the things that you actually care about. And so、yeah. for me, I always want to have a good phone because I use it a lot. I always want a good、yeah. computer because my Livelihood and my career is kind of dependent on that,、yeah. and so those are the things that I care about. But I don't know to buy a T-shirt just to feel like, oh yes, now I know what a great T-shirt feels like. <laughs> matters 
less to me. Maybe it matters more to like a fashion student, right? It's like, oh, this yeah. was this was shaved from the the Egyptian sheep of yes. the northern mountains or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think ultimately it's we have different values which we find in different places. Um, mm-hmm. For example, I'm using a phone that's over two years old, and I haven't put any thought into replacing it because it works just fine. So Your phone is I think shit. it's just a <laughs> ouch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I I think it's just a matter of where we where we find value. Um, and I I don't think that people need to buy such expensive T-shirts to sort of live with that philosophy. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think that's true, but I think just, again, I can. So I do. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, okay. For me, I come home, I go to my kitchen where I spend a lot of my time. Yes. I pull out my brand name knife. I pull yes. out my $80 carbon steel pan and I start yes. making fried rice or something. And those, and those are things good. that matter to me. Yeah. I get fucking power-ups, but they actually matter because yeah. they feed me. Okay. Unlike some immaterial things, you know. <laughs> well, your clothes keep you warm, so you're not... I guess you don't need that in Singapore. Which no, is which is another hot. interesting um, thing you could also mention. That I remember mm-hmm. when I lived in Singapore, people, like, I'm sorry for any Singaporeans listening to this, but people in Singapore do not dress well on average. And... I think it's partially because it's it's always hot. You're going to sweat. You're going to sweat. You're going to look sweaty. There's no reason to wear anything other than flip-flops and shorts and a tank top. Yeah. There's practically no reason to. I um, mean, as a Canadian, like it blows my mind there are people there are people living in Southeast Asia that literally wear sandals most of yep. their lives. Like like yeah. 360 <laughs> days out of the year. They'll be wearing sandals and like they last damn long. And so they'll be wearing like the same sandals for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like I've asked some of my, some of my Southeast Asian friends, like, dude, have you worn, have you worn boots before? And they're like, no, boots. I'm, I'm like, no, not even like rain boots, snow boots, like any kind of boot. They're like, nah, sandals. I'm like, Oh my God. Sandals. <laughs> Look, $10 Adidas ones. Yeah. 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 But- but I think I think it also just goes into how, again, like being in a tidy room full of nice things might make you feel like you're a tidier person with a tidier mind. Yeah. Um, like we're products of our environments, and I think prior to moving to Japan, there's no way I would have spent so much on a t-shirt. Um, it's that's certainly not part of the culture in North America and yeah. Singapore. And that's probably why it sounds kind of shocking. I think people in Japan tend to spend their money obviously a bit differently, maybe like less on rent, mm. less on transportation, mm. more on other things. And clothes are something that people, at least especially here in Tokyo, spend a lot on. So yeah, we, we are all products of environments. And I think part of fitting in here is spending a bit more on clothes. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I still, and because clothes isn't that important to me, like living somewhere where I don't know how long I'll be staying kind of sucks because I can't invest on things that I do care about. And so yeah. it just does feel a bit limiting at times. I'm sure you can agree with me on that. Yeah. Another topic would be like 
how much money do you spend on rent? Okay. And, and, and what do people around you think, like, based on how much you spend? Because I, I have, like, okay. some stories. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess my personal opinion is that I don't spend that much on rent, at least. Mm. Hmm, at least maybe as a percentage of your income. Like, I think there's this rule where you're not supposed to pe- spend more than 30% of your income on rent. Right? Yep. Yep. I yeah. agree with that. So, I don't want to talk about my income, but I don't spend anywhere close to 30% on my income. How do you feel like, uh, so you don't spend 30% on on your rent, but what do your uh, peers or like, what do your friends spend? I'm, I'm just curious. So, I guess it really matters who you talk to, but relative to the average Japanese person, especially young people, um, partially because in the culture here, you get paid usually accordingly to your age, more so than even your capabilities. Um, Interesting. They think it's a ridiculous amount to spend on rent. It might be double the amount an average Japanese new grad will be spending on rent. Um, Mm -hmm. But relative to some of my other peers from international countries, it's about, it's on the high end, but it's nothing insane, but certainly I do think for what I get, mm-hmm. which is this tiny box, which you, the listener, cannot Perfect. see. Um, I'm it, also in a tiny box. Yes. For the, for the amount of space I get, it is a lot to spend. And that's partially because I prioritize the area I want to live in. Because, so I feel like Singapore is kind of a different it's a different bag of worms. So I feel like it's quite rare for people to live on their own. And so, really? especially if you're talking about downtown area, oh, yeah, there's, there's actually a very few studio or one bedroom apartments. Um, just cause the assumption is that you're living with your partner that's true, or you're, you have roommates, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, when, when I tell people, yeah, like, when I tell people there's that 30% rule, they're like, 30%? How could how could you even dare spend 30% on your rent? They think that's a lot? Yeah, they think it's unreasonable, especially because in Singapore, the 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 housing is quite affordable as well. Like a permanent resident or a citizen can buy a two-bedroom apartment for let's say $200,000, which is a godsend when you compare it to North American prices. You can buy for that little? You can buy for that little and yeah. Um, albeit you you usually have to wait for a few years to okay, um, for it to be built. Oh, but okay. that's only if you want a brand new flat. Yeah. But yeah, it's really affordable. And so as someone that spends around 30%, Ooh. closer to 25% of their okay. income on rent, I get, I get criticized pretty hard by um, some of my brutally honest coworkers. So, those coworkers yeah. who criticize you, how much are they spending around? I mean, because the assumption is that if if you're by yourself, then you should be renting a room, and oh, like live that's with the end mates. of story. Yeah, yeah, I see. And so, um. Yeah, I would say I definitely spend a ton more money compared to yeah. people around me. And partly it was because, 
in when I was working in Canada, yeah. I would have like a 45 minute drive as my commute one yeah. way. Whereas Brutal. in Singapore, I was like, man, I want to live close to the office. I don't really care how much I pay. Yeah. Like time yeah. is money yeah. to me. And so, yeah, I didn't mind shelling out that much money for, for my place. Yeah. I think we've both realized that Toronto's terrible traffic makes it worth it terrible. to spend more <laughs> to live closer to work. Yeah. And like, it kind of blows my mind how affordable housing is in Singapore if you're a permanent resident or citizen. Like, oh, okay. if it's just unbe VR. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always felt like part of the reason why I want to live, let's say, in this area or to spend this much. Um, I don't know if saying I want is the right reason, but part of the reason I feel like I do is just sort of being raised in North America. Um, I think like North America, people have quite higher standards for the living spaces in general. That's just my opinion, mm -hmm. at least. Like it's a lot rarer to have roommates and it's more common to have studio bedrooms, studio apartments. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's probably that cultural influence that sort of gets me to spend a bit more on rent. At the end of the day, money, again, it's a tool for utility. And if where you live brings you great happiness, then I think it's worth it. Obviously, don't like forfeit your food to spend on rent, but I'm very happy where I live. So, yeah. Like, when my coworkers see how much money I pay for my rent, they're kind of like, oh, you must be eating lobster dinners every day and <laughs> like ordering food in and never cooking. But it's, it's quite the opposite. I, I relish in the fact that I live in the downtown core. And that I'm close to grocery stores, I'm close to my office, I'm close to everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, I cook a lot of my meals, save money that way. Yeah, it's all about balance and finding where you want to spend your money. That makes you happy. All right, thanks for listening to the Far From Home podcast. We've covered a lot of topics and we've kind of seen how uh, money matters differently to both of us. But yeah, hope to see you guys later. Bye. See ya. See ya.